Hello! Welcome back to another episode of the Down to Luck Podcast. Yes, we're finally getting together again, and we're going to bring you some more excellent content. Today, we have with us the lovely... Emma playing Astrid the Druid. The extra lovely... Nico playing Luscious Lucius the Bird. And uh, then, also... Sweet, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have Camille with us. Sadly, uh, she's moved on to greater things. So um, we're going to see what happens with Tiru and the rest of the crew. So uh, I was considering doing like this uh, thing, where you, the, you know, the fancy thing where you like cut pieces from previous episodes as like the recap to make like a fancy recap. But that's really hard to do. Um, So maybe one day that will happen, but not today. So do you guys remember what happened last time? Yes. We had an encounter, um, a a town-wide encounter with the Roachlings, uh, the Arena. We were there. We were trying to protect them. um, and the Roachlings, Prince Crotchy. Prince Prince Chachi, uh, or or Crotchy, or... Chacha Rucha Ukabruda Ara. He was Ukchalatata Drakratua. Yeah, that was. He that does guy. this to himself. <laughs> so he had some hostages, some Arena hostages. He was pretty upset because because there was a uh, Arena. Yeah, the Arena killed those thieves. Yes. What was his name again? Travrax. Travrax, yes. Yeah. Travrax. Right. right, and we're pretty sure, we're certain that he has the, the iron heart disease because he's a little lot bit psychotic. Right. So, so he decided, the sorry, not Travrax, uh, but Prince Chachi decided that he was going to just try and kill everybody in the Arena village and take all their stuff, but that didn't happen because... We're badass precisely why so we stopped them and that's where we ended yeah so uh the battle of Worcester Shire Worcester <laughs> Worcester I think it's called Worcester Worcester I mean that's the name of the village but it depends how you want to pronounce it um <laughs> are we talking about the sauce name too like yeah it's this exact same n- name Worcestershire Worcestershire Shire <laughs> <laughs> hey Scott, do you have any insight on how you pronounce uh, Worcestershire uh, sauce? Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. See? I was pretty close. Um, you say shire, not shire. Yeah, shire. Worcestershire shire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So you were victorious, and we're gonna actually cut ahead, uh, go ahead in time a little bit. Um, because we didn't have a chance to, uh, I don't want to role play an exit of Camille myself. So mm-hmm. we're basically going to cut ahead to actually the following morning. Um, just after, uh, Tiru has left with Huffle. Um, and they're going back to Grugel Spring Hall where Huffle is from, um, which is a jumping off point for Tiru to try and get, um, to another destination where to accomplish her own goals. Um, so a few things 
a number of things happened in between that. I'll run through them. And then if you want to retcon things afterwards that you said you did, we can, but we'll, we're not going to go into a detailed role playing. Okay. Uh, so the first thing that happens is yeah, everybody is happy cheering. Uh, the injured Erna are stabilized um, by some of the healers and other people. It seems like there wasn't really anybody who died on the Erna side in this battle, uh, which is pretty awesome. Uh, there's people are definitely stoked about that. Um, some of the Roachlings who were put to sleep by Lucius and others who were um, injured to unconsciousness but weren't fully dead were were healed and then gathered up as sort of prisoners. And everybody sort of uh, made their way back into the village and there. Uh, you come across a rather uh, sort of a grisly scene, actually. Um, at this point, I'll give Scott uh, a recap of what happened to Jago. So, oh. the last thing you remember, Jago, uh, was that you were making your way back with the group uh, through the jungle, uh, back towards the village. Uh, you... You came across a um, a bunch of dinosaurs, basically, came out of the jungle, and you all started running from them. You stepped on something sharp uh, because you still have like no shoes or clothes, basically. And Damn it! It hurt, and then you suddenly just like your vision went all blurry, and you like went completely unconscious. Um, when you wake up, you have like, you feel like actually like cold, which is rare for you. Um, uh, you have a little bit of a chill. You definitely this, uh, searing pain in your foot still. And your vision takes a little while to, to like clarify, uh, before you're really able to move anything. As this is happening, you see that you are lying in the back in the air in a village. Um, there are sounds of fighting and you can see the gate of the village, uh, just beyond where you are. Uh, you hear fighting happening be in that area. Um, you also see this Arana, kind of li like this pretty tough looking, um, sort of mean Arana who goes up to, there's a roachling standing there, this weird roachling, which is the first time you've seen them. They're these weird creatures. Um, also quite small, have like a shell on their back, look like a cross between a person and a cockroach. Um, anyway, this guy is like, uh, standing there, not doing much, but this Erna goes up to him and the Erna actually has their, um, has his hands tied. A, he kind of like, you see him. Uh, this Roachling, and then there's another Erna who looks a lot like Bing. They are facing where the battle sounds are coming from. Uh, this uh, uh, mean-looking Erna kind of backs away from them uh, and goes up behind the Roachling and sort of just like hits him with his two fists on the back of the head. The Roachling drops to the ground and then this Erna grabs uh, the Roachlings, has, has this like short sword, he grabs it and starts uh, 
like just cuts open his bonds. At this point, the other Arana turns and sort of cries out and sort of charges at him. And they start fighting. And he, he looks to you as you're sort of, you're sitting up at this point. And the, the smaller Arana sort of looks to you and is like, Help, this is that bad, bad guy who killed those other Roachlings. Like, give me a hand. And so you start fighting this guy. You shoot an arrow at him. He then charges you. And the three of you are go into this fight. Um, this guy's tough. And you actually, he actually like slices you to bits. Uh, you you do him a lot of damage. Like it's pretty even for a while, but he gets the upper hand and and like you lose consciousness again. <laughs> and the scene that you guys find is there's Gluck, who is the Roachling ambassador. He's lying on the ground unconscious. Uh, Jago is lying pr pretty much where you left him but like clearly in a different position and just like torn to shreds he's got all these puncture wounds from Erna needles in him he's got slash marks all over him um Chavrax and um Jude the young uh Erna who is Bing's brother are lying there together basically completely uh enmeshed in combat and like blood is everywhere Jude has like yeah also pierce marks all over them slash marks and they're basically have Jude, like so so who's Jude? Jude is like the the young you didn't interact with him a lot but he was the one who sort of greeted you when you came back to the village. Right. Uh and also like took um Aster to see Chavrax. Right. Um and so he was kind of left behind. Everybody else kind of forgot about Chavrax to some degree. But he he kind of stayed behind to keep an eye on things or uh, and whatnot, and so this all kind of played out, and yeah. Uh, so so the, the three of them are just like lying there on the ground, just covered in blood. Do you have any heals? And so you guys, yeah, I'm, like we're not gonna role play this, but you guys heal up. Jago is alive; he's unconscious, but has stabilized. The other two are are dead; like they are both dead. And so the victory was a little bit muted because there was actually a, ca a casualty on the Arana side. So that all happened. Um, there was another thing, a lookout that was posted at the outer gate reported seeing like a commotion in the jungle. Uh, this was the gate that you guys entered in. So there's two gates to the Arana village. This was the other one. He saw some roachlings like coming out of the jungle, like running. And then they were quickly pounced on by some Allosaurus, some big dinos, um, which you assume were the, were the same ones that were chasing you, and they were just hanging out there. So basically, it was surmised there was another force that, of uh, Roachlings that were about to come into the village from the other side and were just decimated by these dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, well then. <laughs> so... Um, Good thing we got them to follow us. <laughs> one thing Lucius notices is, notices real quick um, was that one of the captured Arana um, that you freed had also uh, the blue glow of the spark on them. Their name is Zare. It also is the young um, 
Erna, who you spoke with during the party and sort of bolstered their confidence to go and ask somebody to dance, um, they have the, this spark. Uh, how, how old do they seem? Pretty, pretty young. You're starting to get a sense for them being around now that you've been around the Erna a little bit. Like it's probably sort of a teenager, like old enough to go out foraging in the jungle and whatnot, but still like just, just on the cusp there. Yeah. Um, so what else happens? Uh, so there's a meeting that night, um, that evening. Um, I think Aster, you probably, this is up to you completely, but you probably convey some of the information that you have gained uh, from Celie Blackwood, probably yeah. to Charaka, who is the priestess. Definitely. Um, uh, is I'd... there anything you don't want to tell her? Um, I, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. Is there anything we like? Um, Should we keep the stuff about the the people with the blue glow to ourselves? Let's not tell them about the amulet. As a yeah. as a reminder, Turaka also has the glow. Those Tur- are those oh, are the only well, two people case, you've seen so far. Turaka, he's the warrior, him. or Turaka is the priestess. The priestess, the priestess yeah. right? Yeah, the the female uh, defender is named Tenoch. Tenoch, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's. I mean, I don't see why not. Also, um, this is a thought that I that occurred to me uh, not long ago. If if I was a nasty, evil person who wanted to take over the world, I, I think a very easy way to do that with, like, say, decay and rot type powers would be to set up not one but two diseases opposed to each other, and everybody who's immune gets approached with a place of safety and isolated and killed where they think they're safe. Hmm. So it, it it just seems to me like this goddess sounds like bad news even more every time I think about it. I'm, I may be getting slightly par- paranoid here, but she really creeps me out. I don't like it either, but we're speaking about a goddess here. And I feel like the only way that we can even try to challenge it in any way is if we know more about it. Uh, yeah, I, I think that I'm just going to give you a few more things that happen and then you can go cool. into these because this is going to be you're going to have to figure out what you're going to you guys are going to do. So uh, I'll just run through. So there's a meeting uh, basically of the whole village. Um, its intent is to lay out the information that you guys have. And the main two points are like the conflict with um the roachlings and then this uh this guild of this mind rot disease that's been going around that's going around and i think because you if you give the information about the uh, iron heart curse to charaka she's going to convey that to the entire village during okay. that meeting yeah i'm not going to share my wild speculation outside the party fair um, enough just facts what we actually know for sure yeah so uh this meeting is just it, they're not trying to make any choices. It's just laying out. They are going to have a second meeting the following night to for everybody to weigh in with what they think they should do going forward. There, There um, is one thing I would like to do immediately. Sure. Um, uh, so I've noticed that there are two, Taraka and this kid. What was the kid's name? Uh, the kid's name is Zare. 
So Taraka and Zare, they both have the this glow. So I would I would want to tell uh, the council at least about um, the people who have the glow, um, and if there's a way that we could like do like a roll call, and we could find out how many people are immune to the iron heart disease uh, in the city, that would probably. Uh, I I yeah. have. So uh, this concern me- about that. Though. The, the meeting is an excellent choice because basically everybody's there. So you can oh. look. It's fairly well, the glow is fairly subtle. You have to be. You find you have to be somewhat close. close. Like you can't really see it too okay. much from a distance. But like the meeting at the meeting, you can kind of take a walk around and like get a sense. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling any sort of compulsion right now, considering that you you know swore to do certain things to? The goddess I find really creepy. Are you? Because I, I feel like the the danger of us introducing you guys to all of the people with the blue glow is that they may just quietly disappear in the night into this this cryo thing she wants to do. So I, mean, I understand there's your definitely concerns. Definitely a, par- a conflict within the party for sure. I understand um, the concerns. I feel very we're, alone. We're gonna have to deal with this, but. <laughs> Let me t- let me let me let me reassure you that I am not one even though I did agree to to find some of these people and see if they might be safer in this facility I'm not sure that I'm 100% on on board because you're right like we don't necessarily know and I'm not sure that I made the best decision i'm I'm saying this only to her <laughs> i'm not sure that i made the best decision in making that agreement but i but what's done is done you you saw me have that reaction and we're gonna we're gonna figure it out one way or the other but okay. let me let me tell you like i'm not i'm not ready to send anybody to this facility yet okay just tell me if you start feeling effects from this okay we'll i will i will be honest with you you okay. I know we've only known each other a short time, but you've already saved my life many on many occasions. And and I I trust you. I, I only ask that you return return that trust. As much as possible I will, but you know, if you start falling into this, I might start keeping things from you. Fair enough. So Yeah. Yeah. It's um, as close to peace as we're gonna get right now, I think. So Jago is still very uh, confused. How, what's that? <laughs> Is Jago awake right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and speaking of, <clears throat> since we're going to rest and have this second meeting, I'm definitely going to use up my remaining spell slots to heal him before we go to sleep. Yeah, if Astra doesn't heal you, somebody else heals you. You don't get your full HP right away, but you're conscious and you're relatively lucid. Uh... <laughs> I think Jago thinks it's all a dream at the moment. <laughs> so I just woke up and there was a hedgehog man killing cockroach man and then i died again and now i'm here and there's blue men and uh, yeah it's it's pretty I was weird such good dreams knock me out you, you doing okay there jago Yeah. Well, those are noises. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, uh, just one or two more things is uh, so Huffle was at this meeting. His mission was to deliver basically a sending stone. Um, 
so that uh, Worcester Village can communicate with Google Spring Hall. And so they will weigh in, they will participate in the meeting via the sending stone in the next the next evening. But Huffle now is it is going to depart the next morning. Um, his his mission wasn't he's not so much a a talker. He's like he's there because like he could get there like most effectively. Um, so yeah, after the meeting, there's like a big party which you guys can participate in or not. Um, and then we're gonna cut to the following morning. So you have just said goodbye to Tiru and Huffle who are going off back to Grugel Spring Hall, the other Erna village where Huffle is from. Uh, Tiru is going to f try and find a way to get off of this uh, to the next continent or to find some humans because that was the thing was some of her visions were she needs to be in human uh, settlements. So, um, so they leave um, and then so you're all kind of standing around, you say goodbye, and then you start to get approached by some of the, um, some of the area, er Erna. So first, Akun Kang comes forward. Akun Kang is like the sorcerer um, of the village or magic user of the village. He has a few items uh, to share with you all. Um, now that you've helped with a few things, um, in a, a pretty big way. Um, so those are, uh, there are three, three items which you are welcome to divvy up uh, whatever way you'd like. So one is a wind fan. It's a small, uh, just like a fan. It's a magic item that uh, casts a spell called, uh, shit. Uh, you know that shit spell? Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> gust of wind gust, from the... It's something like gust of wind, yeah. It's a wind spell. Um, so we'll, we'll just look that up. And then there's uh, boots of striding and springing, which effectively triple your jump uh, <laughs> distance. Uh, and there's a, st a staff, which is the staff of the python. Is that the one that turns into a snake? It turns into a snake. Mine. So Akun Ken knows what these all do <laughs> and conveys that to you. Um, this, the boots of striding and springing uh, come with a caveat that if you attempt to jump onto an ally without their consent, you uh, will be paralyzed for like four rounds. I don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> So you're probably taking the wind fan too. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll take the wind fan. Gets, uh, if it's a wind spell, it probably does either something to, like cloud type spells, like nasty things. Yeah, that can um, be very useful. Or it might also give you something that pushes enemies out of your space. Yeah, which is always nice for I, someone who's. I believe squishy. it does do that. Um, I I want to ask a coon can about a couple of the items we found in the cave of the uh, Displacer Beast. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, let me let me take a look, I guess. Yeah. Sure, I'll, I'll look at them. I can't guarantee I have any insight. I'm just asking for a second opinion. Okay. 
What so do you got? He, I, I show him the tiger's <clears throat> eye eye patch. Yeah. Um, and the back scratcher. I had my dice. Oh, the back scratcher. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the tiger's eye eye patch. He looks at it and he's like, "Yeah, this is interesting. It looks pretty cool." Pretty sure it's not magical. This thing, and he takes the back scratcher, and he's like, "I am not sure. There, I think this. There is some magic in this. I, if I had to guess, I would say it's some sort of. It doesn't necessarily have a magical function in itself, but is perhaps." potentially the trigger for some other magic um, or like some sort of control mechanism. I see. Yeah, that's about all I can tell. The back scratcher is made out of a monkey's paw, right? It's like a gnarled up old hand shaped thing. Yeah, that's creepy too. Man, we find a lot of creepy shit. I wonder if this is connected to the, the okay yeah, the yeah. okay the okay statue we haven't been back there mm-hmm. i remember the okay statue and i remember dance dancing around it oh then i remember crabs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes everyone yes. remembers crabs uh so then um some of the i think it's um ochak who is old uh a former Arena defender uh, comes forward and he's like, oh, yes, I was able to uh, repair this for you. And he hands you a crossbow uh, with a bo- uh, like 20 bolts. Oh, Jack. Yeah. I am obliged, my yes. friend. Yes, well, you've done us uh, a good service. And uh, our other crafters were able to make a few other things for you all. Um, yeah, is this Christmas? It is Christmas. This is D and D Christmas. This is a Christmas episode, not really. <laughs> it's like your birthdays. It's like all your belated birthdays. Well, hopefully people will be listening to this during Christmas. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, so you get. Wait, we missed Halloween. <laughs> yeah, or it's Halloween. A spooky episode. Motherfucker, I've been scared this whole time. I've been scared this whole time. All right. So. Uh, they give Jago. You get a set of what is effectively studded leather armor. This is this armor is con- uh. this armor is constructed in a way that you've never seen before. It seems like it's some sub- sort of. Uh, it's been made out of basically woven, uh, some sort of woven uh, vine or like small like tiny uh threads of very resilient and flexible vine that all have been sort of braided and woven together into different pieces that effectively make up a set of armor little bits of shells uh and stones have been put in uh to give it a little bit of extra protection it is extremely comfortable uh it's It's a little bit off the size for you so like they'll Give it to you and then make a few adjustments throughout the day if you are going to hang around. Uh, but 
it is you don't normally with like a, a set of armor you have to wear something underneath it this will function as a full set of clothing for you as well so <laughs> awesome. give you it. the protection I, you need so it's up to you if you're going to take that but th they worked hard to make it so i mean i am grateful and slightly offended at people's repulsiveness to my nudity but well, it's not so much that, but like you were just literally found in the middle of the village, like completely torn to shreds, and like you were completely naked. So, uh, some armor might have helped. <laughs> no. Some armor might have helped. Um, uh, you're also given a, an improved uh, shield. Uh, this was made out of the scorpion carapace. So you had a crab shield, shell shield, but it wasn't yep. particularly great. This one is, one is much more comfortable to wear and looks like it's going to last longer. Um, cool. Yeah. S Aster is given... Uh, Chiraka gives you uh, two healing potions. Okay. Uh, she gives you the recipe that she has for uh, crafting these healing potions. Excellent. She also gives you a recipe for a potion of lesser restoration. And a okay. and a complete herbalism kit. Damn. Uh, okay. I I say thank you a lot. It's like yes. Well, you've you've helped us out a lot. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. You've increased our survivability. We will we will really appreciate this many times over. We are very grateful, my friends. Um. So yeah, that's that that's the gifts, and. Now, basically, I don't think there's anything else I had to do. Um, there is later in the day, there's going to be a service for Jude um, that's going to take place at the temple. Um, other than that, the day is your guys is, is free for you to do what you like. Well, Let's go on an adventure. <laughs> we we should we should go to the other part of the city and see if there's any loot we can pick up from the other army. Sure. Remember, there was another army right. that was going to come. Right. Yeah, they and got... they got killed by all the dinosaurs. Let's go loot the bodies. I mean, there is an entire like battlefield of roachlings who perished as well as these ones so like if you wanted any of the equipment that the roachlings had they don't have great stuff to be honest well let's yeah. it, like metal is rare let's go through and collect all the metal and bring it into the air in a village and then they can right. you know potentially make stuff out of it for us yeah yeah so it's all um bronze weaponry okay. um they don't have any iron like steel but um uh make an investigation check if you're just gonna go through and take a look 22. Um, so with a 22, you don't find a lot uh, that you wouldn't expect to find. There are these, most of the roachlings had like short swords, daggers. There are these um, weird looking uh, circular throwing uh, weapons that they were using in the fight. So it's basically like a ring with three like curved and pointy um, spikes all around it. And it, it just... Uh, soar through the air so if you want to use some of those you can um, they're also the brutes like the the sort of elite guard that you fought had these um, very light uh, stabbing spears that uh, are effectively rapiers 
I'll take a rapier. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. Um, so it takes a bit of get, getting used to because it, it, it is a different weapon from a rapier, but um, I feel like I bet like you're able to, to, after a little bit of practice, get sort of the hang of it. Cool. And the only a very weird thing you find is on Prince Ukchalatata's body mm-hmm. is one steel dagger. He wasn't using it in the fight, but it's in a sheath on his body. Um, it is p- fairly plain uh, construction, um, but like well crafted. Um, it just like stands out because n- there's no other steel weapons like amongst the um, roachlings. Does it look like uh, like an old style of dagger that he'd have picked up from ruins, or is this something that he picked up from more recent people? Uh, with your investigation, it doesn't look old, that old. It looks okay. like it's probably been crafted either well taken, either if it's old, it's been very well taken care of. Um, it is kind of grimy now because, like, the prince had it. Yeah. And, yeah, he's not a clean dude. Um, but um, it looks like it's been crafted maybe sometime in the last f- few years or so. Okay, so not the human settlements that got wiped out and taken back by the jungle either, then? Uh, it's possible. Um, or somebody who came to the island yeah. or something. You are not. You don't really have any way of knowing. Drat. Because if it wasn't the villages, then somebody else has been here recently enough to give him a dagger, which, which would, you know, maybe give us a lead on peoples that are human-shaped. But if we don't have a way to know, we don't have a way to know. So, I mean, we've got a nice dagger. That's good. Somebody should use it. There are... Yeah, I could I could carry another dagger. Or if you want one of Drago, it's all yours. There are like 11... 11 of these roachlings are still alive. Like you put... Uh, oh. Lucius put eight of them to sleep. <laughs> all right, let's... And uh, there was another three who just like didn't... Like were downed, but they didn't die. Cool. Let's go. And so they're all sort of tied up in this. Um, Let's go find out if any of them know where. Uh, like, let's let's see if we can like draw them out one at a time and kind of interrogate them about where the steel dagger would have come from. Okay. All right. Sure. Um, do you want to just do that yourself, or are either of the other two gonna participate in that process? Well, Lucius is probably the most persuasive of us. I can mm-hmm. stand around and look intimidating, maybe? Yeah. I can stand there and look um, confused. Like you. I'm sure, I'm sure between the two of them I can get a, I can get an aid out of it. <laughs> All right, um, so... Um, so, yeah, some of these, like, um, wimpy guys, and then there's some of the people who you fought when you initially fought the prince um, as sort of like a four-on-four combat. And then there was uh, a few of the others who you fought later on who are actually, you found to be like uh, like beefier than the first um, right. sort of guys that were presented as some of the best. Right. Um, okay. 
Yeah, so let's 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 just get one of them. Um, we'll start with like a beefier one, and we'll just see if, if we can get any of them to start talking. Okay. Um, I'm pretty much just gonna tell them that we're going to go see their king soon. Um, perhaps they will be granted more leniency if they are willing to cooperate. Okay. Uh, make a overall. Are you gonna? It sounds like a persuasion. Yeah. Like it just doesn't sound like much. I'm not trying to intimidate, like intimidate. them. Yeah. yeah. That is a twenty-one for persuasion. <laughs> okay. Right. It's Lucius. Never mind. Yeah. Um. <laughs> some of these dudes are just kind of pissed off at you, and seem pretty uncooperative. Mostly the guys who you fought in the battle who were like protecting the prince. Um, one of the brutes who you fought like in the one-on-one fight uh, and a few of the other sort of wimpier guys uh, seem more like um, <clears throat> a little bit more open to various ideas or like being cooperative. Yeah, some of these like brutes are just like oh, no, like <laughs> screw you, like, oh, you got you like kill us and, and stuff and I don't know why we would, you know, help you out anyway. And, yeah, the prince ruled, like, I know he's dead now, like, yeah, I'm not going to help you. And then one of the guys is like, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, well, okay, all right, all right, all right, yeah, 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 I might be able to, what what are you offering, anyway? I don't think your king is going to be happy that you broke good faith with his people and and the Arena. But I'm sure that he can be reasonable. Yeah, uh, well, I was thinking I'd just like probably join uh, the prince's sister. Oh. And that would probably be cool. Yeah. The prince's sister, you say? Yeah. Where is she? Any ideas? She's back in... Uh, She's a cockroach In person. our village. In Mud Hollow. That's the Roachling village. Mud Hollow. Yeah. She, I mean, she goes around different places, but that's where she normally lives. Yeah, there's kind of like uh, three factions amongst uh, our people. Uh, relatively divvied up between those loyal to the king who's a, a real douchebag like I don't know why they would they would do that but and then the prince who's like was pretty awesome I guess not that awesome because you guys fucked him up pretty bad like so yeah. and and what about this this princess then so there's princess her name is princess Xenia and uh yeah she's she's kind of cool I guess like and probably if I join her, then she'll protect me from the king's uh, anything the king would want to do. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much my plan. Uh, assumedly, these Aaron are not going to kill me. That's probably a safe assumption. <laughs> probably <laughs> a safe assumption, yes. Right, yeah. Well, do you know where the steel dagger came from at all? Yeah, that thing. That was being... Someone found that a little while ago. 
I guess there was this uh, shipwreck, and they they kind of got a bunch of stuff. There wasn't really much left. Most of the people had washed off to sea, but they were able to <clears throat> retrieve a few uh, a few weapons from there. This was one of them, and uh, yeah, it was kind of people were you know. We like to, yeah, us, us roachlings like to gamble, so it kind of went around. A few people owned it, and and it was kind of passed along as uh, kind of currency because like we don't have much steel, and yeah. So mm, the prince ended up with it, but yeah, a bunch of I know like most of the the guys that were like his bus buds had it for a little while, and. And maybe a few other and some others before that, I think. You don't know where we could find more, more items like this. Yeah, there was a few more uh, weapons found in that, in that shipwreck, but they would be. Uh, some of the other roachlings uh, probably have them. I, I think see. there was only, there was like a sword and one other dagger, maybe. Might that be from like our ship, like out of character? Uh no, it wouldn't have. You don't think it would, would have, have been, been from your ship? Would have been older. Based yeah. on like when hit the timeline that he was okay. saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The weird thing is when we we found uh all those roachlings that were killed by uh one of these these stupid Aaron people. Yeah. So yeah. if you could put in a good word. Do any with, do uh, any of these guys? Luck here and. Yeah, maybe we'll put in a good word of luck. All Thank right. you for being cooperative. Yeah, yeah. Does any do any of these guys have uh the uh the glow, the spark, whatever? No. Okay. Alright. And as we go on with the meeting, do I notice how many Arena do I find with Just the two. Just the two. Yeah. And wow. and Huffle, but Huffle's gone though. So not not very prolific. Feature immunity, eh? Yeah, no, it's not very prolific. Okay. Well, that's discouraging. Well, just means we have to keep traveling. I guess so. All right. So, what do you guys want to do now? Um, I want to tell the council, and I would like to have uh, Zare, um, yeah. know as well, be told as well that uh about this glow and the two people who have the glow and I wanted them to know that even though I'm not completely trusting of this goddess um, it may end up that the only thing to do is to uh, uh, end up at this facility right so so I, I I don't want to like try and convince them to go to this facility or anything. Yeah, I think we're gonna actually do this conversation. Okay. Um, you don't have until the meeting, like the whole the elder council are not gonna be generally in one place, so you have to talk to individuals. You have like you are free to go and talk to them, um, whoever you like. Uh, but it'll be like a one-on-one -on -one kind of situation. Until right. the meeting, which it, then it'll be everybody together. Right. Okay. Um. So if you'd like to tell one of them or like in succession. 
I, I would probably just want to tell the uh, was it Taraka who had the Taraka, yeah. Taraka, yeah. I'd, yeah, she's I would the wanna, one that glows. So I would want to like get her in private and see if I could just let her know on her own. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow, that's very interesting. So I'm immune to this curse, is what you're saying? Essentially, but you you will still succumb to the other the the. Rot, mind rot mind rot disease yes and unfortunately um the person who was uh affected by that in the village before has recovered but there are several others who are now experiencing symptoms of this cur- this uh this disease since when have they been quarantined yes it was the one of them was the one who was primarily taking care of the infected individual. Um, we have more. We have enough of that cure that I was going to attempt to figure out how to make it. I seem to remember. So that's yeah. Yeah, perhaps we should spend the night doing that. Yeah. Um, as you say that, uh, Lucius, you get like a considerable headache. Okay. Well, that sucks. Um, your intuition would say that you cannot actively participate in like creating the cure for this, because w- that would go against the sort of uh, oath that you swore. I don't remember swearing not to create a cure or not to. F- I remember saying that I was going to fight the mind rot. It's an action that would be against that would like work against the intention of the guild which is the the mind rod is part of the guild okay <laughs> like one of the things was like you couldn't fight you couldn't kill any of these th- those creatures as well like that was like if you found them they will leave you alone but like you can't go and hunt down the mind rot cre- creatures um so like anything along those lines that work against that um is going to be like against the the because that was like the terms weren't it was not like you made up a contract that detailed every single action right you're just sort of figuring this out as as you go along it seems okay fair enough <laughs> oh no yeah so jago is you this just affecting is it affecting me as well or just yeah, you you also can't help me. Okay, well that doesn't mean I can't advocate for her still doing it. Hmm. So now I've got a splitting headache and no idea why. Give you aid or anything. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go off on my own and try this out. I and I'm gonna try and forget about what the fuck she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go go drink. Go uh, go and make I merry. Do your official job while I do this is to go get drunk. Uh, so yeah, um, as you're having, so Taraka says, yes, okay, I, well, perhaps I can Taraka lend says, assistance. yes, we'll go for a drink. <laughs> uh, Aster, perhaps I can lend assistance, assistance in this matter. A Kunkan might be able to help as well. Perhaps between the three of us, we can, we can make something work. Okay. So you have, are you saying you have an antidote? Yes, uh, 
not enough of it for everybody though so i think we need to reverse uh, engineer it and see what we can do yes th- that d- that is a good idea okay i will help you with that i have to go we're going to have the service for jude if you are welcome to attend if you like but um, there's no obligation i would certainly like to attend all right anybody else going to go to this service yep okay nope <laughs> i don't know who he was all right well so. let's figure out what you're doing then jago anything um what are my options i have no idea where i am i don't know anybody apart from these three three oh no we're missing two two um so sad i'm just gonna go to the bar and drink then Wait, what is that? Is that the, is that the map? Yeah, <laughs> you probably can't see it very well. I can give you a rundown on some of the locations. Yeah, give me a list and I'll, I'll choose one to go to. Yeah, there's just like uh, mostly people's houses. There's the Great Hall where you guys originally came to the village. There's And there's the area around that that's like a patio and amphitheater area. There's the Temple of Danru, which is basically this grove of trees. Uh, uh, that are planted in a circle. Um, along with that, there is a uh, fruit and berry patch that doubles as um, a burial ground. And Would it be bad if I was to go to the burial ground fruit patch and pick fruit? <laughs> um, no, that's fine. That's kind of where, like, it's ad- directly adjacent to this temple, and that's kind of where this service is happening. So if you want, you can just be, like, lingering in the background picking fruit. Um, there's also a hall that's, like, the crafter's hall. It's a large uh, mound that has a, a big, like, 20-foot-wide tunnel through it and a bunch of, like, little holes off of it where people are often sitting out there, like, cre- crafting things. Um it's a lot of where some of the, th- um, yeah, just the useful items that the villagers have are made. Um, other than that, there's not a lot. There's the prison, the kitchen. There's a kitchen, a storehouse, and then people's houses. Hmm. I am going to <clears throat> go to the place. Wait, where did uh, the place with the trees in a circle? Was that the temple? Yeah. Okay, I'll go picking fruit then. I have a feeling that I might need food in the foreseeable future, and I have a pocket full of berries will help. Okay, cool. <laughs> or get very squished. <laughs> Wait, do I still have... I don't have my armor, so I'm still currently not wearing pockets. Uh, does his new armor have pockets? It does, but like it's... Like throughout the... As, at least the first part of this day, it's being like tailored so that it fits him... Uh, perfectly. Okay. Um, it was sort of presented <laughs> so and then they like, took some me- more detailed measurements and are f- completing it. It will be finished by the end of the day. Um, so, but you could easily find like a basket or something to gather some berries if you want. All okay. right. <laughs> I will go weirdly picking berries at a funeral. Yeah, f- that's fine. Um, you're in the background just kind of like lingering uh picking fruit uh and yeah most of the service actually does take place in this burial ground um basically yeah uh, you're gathered around um Chiraka speaks it's like 
We're gathered here today to give respects to one of our young Aruna scavengers, uh, Jude, brother of being, um, son of Bochik. They gave up their life in a valiant effort to protect uh, this emissary from another land and, and to stop this corrupted individual amongst us. And we're also giving respects to Chavrax, who served us for many years as one of our most effective defenders and unfortunately at the end of his life succumbed to some sort of corruption, but we know that wasn't him. And we'll remember him as he was before. And we hope that they can rejoin Janru, the jungle father, to, uh, to give us in the village bounty for years to come. And so with that, they are burying the two of them and then on top of the grave planting. Um, one of them gets like basically like a mango tree um, and the other gets like a bush of some sort of fruit. You see some others that are similar. Um, some sort of, it's like a shrub, smaller shrub that makes these sort of roundish uh, green fruits. Can I play like a melancholy but prideful Yeah, absolutely. Tune? Make a, a performance check. Nat 20. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody's kind of holding it together for the most part. Um, through Chiraka's speech, but you, they start doing the actual burial, and you start playing, and it's just such a, a suitable song for the occasion that you see like Bing and Chavrax's family and Bochik and just like bawling, and they're just like breaking down. Um, but like, it's, it seemed like it's, it's like in a way that's like a necessary release. Like, you know, it's not good to hold all that inside, Mm -hmm. just stand around and try and like make it seem like you have composure, right? It's ultimately like is, is a healing process. So, so you help expedite that for like a large portion of this crowd. Cool. Yeah. And so that sort of wraps up and. And Akun Ken comes out and he's like, Yep, all right, uh, let's have some drinks. And uh, they they start passing around the scoochum. Now this is my kind of party. Um, Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do what? Let's drink some scoochum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jago overheard Scoochum, so he starts running towards everybody. <laughs> it might it might be a good i good time for um Lucius and Jago to take a an hour and practice the loot a little bit. All I right. was I was teaching him. Sure, yeah. Still owe me five gold though. <laughs> oh, when we leveled up when we leveled up, I almost chose three proficiencies and I almost chose the loot and then I didn't. What? Uh, yeah, so you guys all leveled up. Um, you're level four now. Um, so you have a few extra extra thingies. Yeah. I went pure character building, though, so I have no extra combat utility. 
What uh, what did you choose? Let's just run through uh, this real quick. I went with skilled so that I could be I could uh, go and be able to you know uh, be a captain of a boat and make maps because that's also part of my character. So I've got cartography now. I've got uh, uh, water vehicles and I've got intimidation because pirates are fucking intimidating. And also, I love being a hyena. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A hyena pirate. <laughs> Damn right. Um... I decided to go with the feed as well. I went with inspiring leader. I figured since we're uh, losing Tiru, uh, we could use a little bit more tankiness amongst us all. So I can give us all eight HP. Uh, plus, I can give an additional three people if we find any friends. Okay. Eight HP, uh, given 10 minutes, once per short rest. Uh, yeah. Would that work on things that I summon? I don't see why not yeah i cool. would say okay so we have a battle pattern then i will summon and then change it, and, take, uh, it takes 10 minutes it takes so 10 minutes like yeah a, that's the thing ah, yeah. not so much then yeah, well, he actually could... has to give a speech you want yeah. a 10 minute oh, speech, speech every single no. time <laughs> it doesn't have to be 10 minutes well in fair that enough, case can enough. can things that don't understand the speech still get the bonus it does have to understand you damn it yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so... I was thinking about picking up Speak with Animals, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. Jago, what did you uh, do for your level up? I almost improved my wisdom and then decided I wanted to be a sharpshooter. So a character built went with, you know, being able to kill things better. Yeah, cool. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Um... Yeah, you guys are drinking some scoochum. Everybody's having a good time. You yeah. guys are practicing yeah. your yeah, playing music. some loot. Yeah, um, uh, I'm gonna go with sea shanties then. You guys need to, to learn some shanties. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What that's pretty we good. Do uh, with that's a drunken sailor. Dirty twenty. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I, you know. We're having a ripping old party. Sing sea shanties and they they play along and we. Yeah, and everybody's having a good time. Uh, a lot of people got kind of like, especially people who were involved in the combat are like taking time to rest. So, like everybody sticks around for a drink, uh, but uh, not everybody stays. Like some people sort of, a lot of people kind of go off to their various boroughs and what whatnot. But there is like a core group that is just like mostly the family of the families of the people who died. Are, are here and just partying with you guys while you're playing music and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. From what I'm reading with Staff of the Python, there's no limit to how long it can spend as a snake. It's just that it has to turn into a snake before it dies in order to keep being a cool staff thing. So I, I wear a python now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. That's uh, intimidating. So you're gonna, <laughs> I'm loving this. You're going to try this staff out. Yes. There's definitely. one one thing I forgot to check with a coon can. There's a gold cloak pin. Ooh. Uh, right. Designed like two anchors. Ooh. Any magical properties there that he can surmise? Uh, mm, let's see. Uh, mm, yeah, mm, this is nice. I don't think it has magic. Okay. And the tiger's eye patch, he didn't say anything, eh? No. Okay. I'm going to give both of those things to you, though. Yay! <laughs> All right. I'm really pleased about that. Man, I have to get this eye patch enchanted somehow so I can see through it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want an eye patch. I mean, it, as long as you don't want to try and make any ranged attacks or anything like that. 
I mean, wouldn't it still throw? I suppose it would be like a, a sort of piratey swagger thing that it would give me, but uh, it just seems like unnecessarily inviting trouble to it's, willingly it's, blind one eye. Yeah, maybe someday we also can get it's a like sort of a. It's sort of lame to wear an eye patch if you don't need to. Exactly. Yeah, it just seems like trying way too hard. So while that eye patch is very cool, it's yeah. No, I'm not gonna wear an eye patch I don't need. The pin, on the other hand, I need a nice ragged piece of fabric to be a, a cool-looking cloak. Yeah. Oh, I've got the Displacer Beast pelt. Yeah. That they're turning into a cloak for me, anyways, aren't they? Oh yeah, I've got the headpiece. Yeah. Um. Or something. They're turning it into something for me. They have started to work on that. Um, haven't had time to do much with it. If you want to. Um, help with that process um, in this day like potentially uh, you might be able to get it into a slightly better shape cool um, but what would I roll in order to help with that like um, what what tool proficiencies do you have now tool just uh, mm -hmm. proficiencies and languages tools cartographers tools flute herbalism kit and vehicles water Right. Uh, okay. I did really well with the pelt through survival to start with, but I don't have yeah. any skills in like making an item. You were super successful in getting it in one piece and in good shape, which yeah. is crucial to making an effective displacer displacement cloak. Um, yeah, you can go off to the crafters hall and see if you can find somebody to like that would be where they would be working on that. Cool. I'll just check up on their process progress okay. then. It's probably not much. So there's a f um, an Erina named Mock who's working on this. Um, she's sort of one of the people who makes, uh, was like crucial in making, finishes up with Jago's armor. Uh, she was like heading, leading on that. And a few, she has a few helpers, but um, like if you show up and start inquiring, she's like, yeah, uh, okay, uh, well, you know, I, I, make, I could use a hand if, uh, some of the other people are are off celebrating and have sort of gone to rest. Um, yeah, I'll help. Okay. And so, yeah, roll a... I guess she'll roll, and she'll just roll it with advantage with your help. Cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so, But it's going to take you most of the rest of the day to finish this. That is okay. All right, so that's what Aster's doing. Um, the two, you want to do anything? I guess we'll probably spend the whole day teaching him how to play loot, and then he should be, I don't know, he should be pretty close to proficiency soon. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll say that one more solid session, and and I'll give you that proficiency. Cool. I guess that's better than getting the scorpion claw sewn into the armor. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. I just think it would look uh, intimidating. It would look very intimidating. intimidating. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of uh, a lot of getting you guys geared up this session. Um, the you can get you the materials like the tools you need to do that. Jago are would be available to you, but there's nobody there who can do it right this moment. I, <coughs> I he um Jago won't attempt it himself. Um. Yeah. So, cool. Uh, if nobody else had anything they want to do, we'll just fast forward to this meeting. So everybody gathers together again. Um, everybody's in 
much better uh, much better state at this point like in the last one it was sort of a uh, held at the last minute and a lot of uh, the Aaroness were still injured but like in attendance um, regardless everybody's in a little bit of better spirits even though there's been this tragedy so all of the information or most of the information has been provided in the previous meeting now it's a matter of people voicing opinions uh, about what uh, sorts of directions uh, they want to go in um, but I think we should start with you guys uh, if you want to address the crowd in any way or suggest a course of action to them um, they you because you've ever been involved in these events uh, your opinion has weight in this matter so Aaron mm -hmm. and people we have discovered in our quest through this jungle that that there are not one but two major afflictions uh, that are not only af affecting the the lands of Chucharucha, but also perhaps the rest of the world. These are the mind rot disease, which you have seen and which has afflicted many people here already, and the Ironheart curse, which you have seen afflicted your good friend and protector, Shavrax. Unfortunately, we don't know how to deal with these problems, but I have taken it upon myself to kind of try and figure out as much of it as I can. Um, I am, I have been blessed with the help of two new friends and I think that together we may be able to, to, if not save some people, at least find out more about what is going on here. But in the meantime, you guys are all going to have to be very vigilant about making sure that this rot does not afflict any more people and also be vigilant of any individuals who may be afflicted by the Ironheart curse as Shavrex was. As you've seen, it turns somebody who can be a very compassionate person into a sociopath, essentially. So these are two things to be on guard for. And then I guess I would just start listing off signs of you know like when they notice somebody who doesn't have any empathy or yeah. blah 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 blah, blah okay. or any any pestules <clears throat> that they might notice regarding the mind drop um i'd are you it. let's just uh <laughs> okay so and do you mention and you also talk mentioned like celia blackwood's involvement i i mention the fact that um they are designed to uh, combat one another, but I don't explicitly mention that Celia has like a hand in like spreading the the curse or anything. Ooh. I'll just say that they that she taught us about this stuff. Chiraka speaks up. Do you have a course of action that you might suggest to us? Well, I've I've. Named, would 
when I had my conversation with Chiraka, did she say that she wanted to keep that information private? Or did she say that she was going to tell the rest of the council or anything of that nature? Uh, no, uh, that wasn't... She didn't seem like... She didn't say anything about keeping it under wraps. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I will say that I have spoken with a member on the council about uh, a few individuals here who are immune to the disease, uh, to the curse, rather. Um, and I will tell him that <coughs> I myself am, have been somehow uh, compelled magically to not help with this uh this mind rot but but i do have a very intelligent friend here who can work on that part and we hope that we can develop a cure uh okay yeah um you get a little um bit of a headache as you say the last bit um but you seem to have made it through that speech fairly safely. Um, but you also haven't really like pointed them in any particular direction, which is fine. Um, okay. So, Aster, you're pretty anxious to say some stuff. Yes. Um, Go ahead. Okay. So she'll step forward after he makes his, his <clears throat> speech and tell them quite bluntly. Uh, I'm the one who's trying to work on a, a cure for the mind rot right now. We've got a sample of what appears to be both a cure and a vaccine, uh, and I and your... Uh, he does exactly. He's got his fingers in his ears, and he's going la-la-la, and he does that in the game as well. Uh, and I'm working with your priestess to, to try and isolate those element, elements and give us all a fighting chance against that portion of things. Um, what I would like you to do, the direction I think we need to be pointing in here, is to treat this as a, a, exactly what it is, a disease outbreak. Start thinking about uh, quarantine, about how to track uh, who's getting sick and when so that we know how it travels. Uh, the, the Ironheart curse, we don't have a way to detect it in a person beyond uh, a change in behavior, but the mind rot appears to be are really properly just a disease and that we can fight if you guys can start working on that we will start working on the curse because that's going to be weird esoteric magic knowledge and probably wizards are involved they usually are uh so that that we can do we can go out and fight things that would otherwise be uh, a huge problem for the, for the village, but we can't track symptoms in people. We can't stay here long term. So what you need to do is look out for your own survival first. Uh, build stores. We need fresh water. We need food so that you guys can, can lock this place down if you need to. Yeah, people uh, are like, as you're saying, yeah, fu oh, yeah, yeah, a, a, a cure, have the antidote, yeah, yeah, vaccine, great, let's make that. Um, a, a young uh, female Erina stands up and she says, well, uh, I don't think we've met. My name's Leela. Uh, I sort of lead the foraging crews here. Uh, we have an idea of, or a pretty good idea of how this disease has been spreading, and it's 
from the animals and plants that have been afflicted in this jungle. Okay. And in order to forge and gather supplies, it's inevitable that the foragers have come into, will come into contact with these creatures, as they have done already. And over the last few days, I've noticed a considerable increase in the uh, number of these uh, events that have been taking place, which is why more of the our people have been afflicted. All right, I need to talk to your whole group. Probably not right now, but we need to sit down and talk direction. How many people have been afflicted? Is there an increase in the number of things that you've seen afflicted? <clears throat> like, is it getting worse? Yes. Um, okay, so cool. Anything else you wanted to say to the uh, group? I'm going to warn them away from Celia Blackwood. Okay. I am going to state outright that she was uh, involved in the mine rot, and while uh, the details are a bit weird and seem to involve gods, she's probably not someone uh, that you want to be alone with. Avoid the heck out of her. Okay. At this, uh, even more rabble goes up. They're like, oh, oh Celia, yeah, oh, that she was weird, pretty weird. She's yeah. like, and then you say, oh, I like, I liked her, and then and like uh, uh, varying opinions on the matter, yeah. but definitely like, rabble, 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 rabble. look, uh, I, I have, I'm not going to share my personal opinion of her as a person, but as far as the disease stuff goes, she's definitely involved. <laughs> so like, just keep yourself safe. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, Jago, do you want to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. I know all this RP stuff isn't really Jago's deal. He's like an action guy and he's probably pretty bored with this whole thing, but uh is probably drinking scoochum in the corner. <laughs> um uh, Jago, I referring to myself in the third person weirdly, would just like to thank everyone for this fine armor. And also I have a splitting headache every time that I listen to Aster talk about stuff, and I don't know why. It could be her voice. It could be to do with a deal that I made with the possible devil. But... But... Where's my scoochum? <laughs> Jago, Jago wanders off nervously. Jago does not do well in... Public speaking. So he just made vaguely threatening comments and wandered away. <laughs> that seems appropriate. Though. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so there's a varied uh, opinions on this. One of the big voices in this is Ochak, the old defender dude. He's like, "Oh well, I think we need to fight. Maybe we we should go and kill Celia Blackwood and end this for all. Go to the source of the problem." But I'd... she's not the source. Well, where's the source of the problem? Remember that bit where I mentioned gods were involved? Yes. How are you going to attack a god? Gods can be killed. Sure. Uh, and you're, you're volunteering then? You're going you're gonna to personally go out and strike against a god? I you will are. go. We should gather our allies. Okay, and... where, where are you going to find the god? Well, and what weapons are you going to use to hurt it? And how are you going to keep from getting infected when you do? Well, and how are you, you going to get the, home afterwards? You have the antidote. Yes, you can. We can <laughs> use that. 
I have a very, very small amount of the antidote. So if I were to give it to only the people who are going to go off and commit suicide by attacking a god, then the rest of the village would still be vulnerable. So while I see what you want, <clears throat> you want something that you can you can do right now to make this better. That's not going to make it better. That's going to put people in danger. That's going to put you in danger. Um, Alila stands up again, uh, who is the leader of the foragers, and she says, we have made forays uh, to the south of here, and things are worse the further you go to the south. My feeling is that the source of this affliction is to the south. Then that's where we should be headed for sure. I think you're... Do you guys have safe places north of here? Mm. Well, well, we can make fortifications easily. We have very skilled uh, diggers. We can make tunnels. And But you're suggesting we run away. Not yet. I don't. We don't know how bad it is yet, but it certainly doesn't hurt to be overprepared. Okay. Yeah. Um, Should I do some sort of diplomacy or persuasion <clears throat> thing in here at all? Um. Yeah. Okay. You should. <laughs> okay. I'm going off a lot of just by of the. Um. Yeah. Do it. Sixteen. Okay, total? Yep. All right. Yeah. Um, you definitely feel like you have uh, Chiraka behind you. Um, uh, Bochek, who is the, uh, Bing's dad, who is, like, in charge of foreign relations, thinks that, like, we need to reach out to allies and, like, approach this or and, like, make allies and approach this uh as a group of people who all live in the same uh place and want to keep their home so that's kind of a relatively neutral but like uh he is fairly in line with what ochak is saying in like gathering allies to fight this thing he's not sure if we sh like it does seem like a daunting task to fight it but uh he's he thinks that those connections should still be made grugel spring hall uh, weighing in on the there's this tinny voice that comes across uh, the sending stone and they are in up for they want to fight too they're with Ochek they do not want to leave their home they've lived there for as long as they can remember and leaving is um, is definitely not high on their priority list okay um Tenoch uh, stands up and she says, I s will speak for uh, pretty much, uh, yeah, uh, you know, all of the all of the other defenders, like, we should fight this thing. Um, and Akun Khan is pretty much backing you. Um, so is Leela. Um, Leela is, is definitely... Uh, is like wanting to get away from, yeah. get further away from where this thing is spreading to. So moving north is like okay. good. 
I want to make clear to them too, like if if I thought there was something we could fight that we could take up arms against, I would absolutely support them. But as it is, what they'd be fighting is diseased creatures, which would be more likely to bring disease into our ranks and and bring it back home to the people they care about. So while running away is not my first choice, uh, at the very least, we need to be fortifying. Okay. So uh, there's after everybody has said their piece, there's sort of a, a silence amongst everybody, and the last person to speak is great grandmother. And uh, her job is to listen to the voices of her people. Um, and actually, the whole time she's been doing this, there's this uh, been this fire in the center, and she has drawn sort of this circle and made sort of these uh, uh, like sigils all around the circle and is sitting in the middle of everybody just seems to be meditating for this whole time. Um, she comes out of that at the end and says, okay, what I am hearing is that we need to take action to prepare ourselves as best as possible for this event. We need to reach out to our allies. We need to make as much of this antidote as possible. We need to fortify ourselves and perhaps and uh, build a secondary fortification in case we need to flee. However, it feels like we will stay here for now. Uh, does anybody disagree with this? And she sort of looks around to everybody. And everybody sort of is like, yeah, yeah. Rah, 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 and like nodding their heads. When I see that she's talking. <laughs> I, yeah. And yeah, that's like, everybody's just like, that's the final word. Um, Reasonable. And so from there, um, yeah, the... They pass around the scutcheon, and then everybody sort of goes about their uh, uh, regular business. I like that they close every single event with scutcheon. <laughs> it's just like, I bet like after tax day, it's just like, okay, everybody got their paperwork done? Drink. <laughs> Although that may be normal anyways. Yeah, that, that's standard civilization, isn't it? <laughs> Perhaps taxes was a bad example. Okay. So, um, so uh, Bing comes to you. Uh, he people were like milling about and chatting a little bit after before everybody dispersed, and he went around and talked to all the elders, and he then comes to you and he's like, "Hey guys, uh, what's up?" Not too much. How, Way too much. <laughs> how how have you been over the last since the battle? Uh, well, my brother died, so not great, to be honest. That was true, your brother, right? Uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, but he fucking, that was pretty awesome. Like, I didn't know he had it in him to die um, he, so valiantly, and jeez. He died He was just bravely. a kid, but holy crap. I can, I have a lot to live up to. It's unfortunate, but you should be proud of him. Um, yeah, so, 
uh, he's like, okay, so you guys still, do you want to, are you going to, you're going to help us, right? Yeah. Um, I need to talk to Layla, Leia, Layla, Layla, Leela, yeah. Leela. Okay. I need to talk to Leela about the stuff that her foragers have learned. And maybe we should also, uh, grab Chiraka, priestess lady. Yeah. Chiraka, uh, and get her in on that conversation so that we can like come up with some way for them to be safe while they're foraging too. Uh, give us a better idea of where things have spread to as well and then we gotta go work on on the medicine on on figuring out a vaccine so i've got a busy day ahead of me uh okay yeah so uh however you guys want to help there's lots of stuff to do obviously uh if you want to go and i think uh, bochik and i are going to be going out to to visit some of our allies, uh, as well as a few other people, uh, to try and bring them all together. We have Google Spring Hall. They're going to just basically help us however they can. Uh, we should probably talk to the king of the roach things and see if we can get his support, because this is a problem that affects everybody. We're going to have to send somebody uh, to visit the lizard folk. They're weird. But I mean, this is what we got to do, and there's a. I think there's a lot of them. I mean, we don't interact with them much, but if we can get them on our side, and okay. really any other allies we can find. Where do the lizard folk live? Uh, far to the west. Did anybody go see Big Boss Man? Just because you know, there's a long-running curiosity. No. Uh, you mean the big dino? Yeah, Big Al. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. I mean, if you know of some way that he'll be able to help us, but he'll probably just eat you. <clears throat> well, one of us now is able to talk to animals, and a dinosaur is an animal. Oh, I was thinking about taking it, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, There's... now, I think you've had that spell since second level, which we started at. So, Talk with animals? <laughs> oh, he has? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every time I tried to use it, it went wrong, though. So I thought maybe Lucius could do it, and he would do it better. You tried to talk to the displacer beast that one time. Oh, yeah, that wasn't an animal. And now I'm wearing its head. <laughs> just just say what I tell you next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, and... Uh, so that would be a big, uh, big thing. There's these Luxoda people who right. made a camp to the south. The elephant people. Um, where are the lizard folk again? Lizard folk west. are west, off of that map. Oh, so like. Yeah, it's okay. a it's a journey to get there. Well, I would say the Luxoda are the closest people. Yeah. And then the Roachlings. So since we're not Arena and. Or, like, should we be the emissaries to the non-Roachling, or sorry, to the like to your non-allies? See if we can bring them into the fold. Which, sorry, the Roachlings? Are you talking about the Roachlings? I think he's talking about the lizard folks and the, the Luxida, as well as the Roachlings. Uh, it seems like the Roachlings already have some good faith with you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The king, uh, anyway. We can we can work on that. Uh, this. This that princess Xania might be a challenge. We're not sure how co cooperative she's going to be, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, 
you guys are only three people. You can only do so much, right? So. Well, yeah. Anyway, I'll let Perhaps. you discuss how you want to help us out. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever you can do is going to be great. Okay. All right. So, it seems like you guys all have sort of various other odds and ends that you want to finish up. Um, I'm going to say that, like, at this point, it's getting pretty late in the day. The sun is going down. So, possibly finishing all that up the second day. Anybody, Jago? Do you have any? Um, Thoughts about any of these matters? So, yeah, yeah let's go and kill things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Jago, I think Jago has, like, been unconscious for so long it's caused some slight brain damage. Okay. He was technically only unconscious for, like, a few hours. Oh, okay. I didn't know how long it'd be. It could have been like a week or something. Yeah, no, like you fell unconscious. They carried you to the village and then the battle started almost immediately. But I mean, also we could probably prank you when you wake up by saying, oh my God, Jago, it's so great to talk <laughs> to you again. It's been months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that's why you're so confused. Yeah. So you all uh, sort of bed down again in the Great Hall. That's like the the easiest place for you all to sleep. Um, it's pretty comfortable and yeah, the night passes and we're going to end the episode there and then follow up the next morning with, uh, the next episode. Yeah. A lot uh, of, uh, kind of just working through trying to figure out what direction you guys are going in and getting some rewards too. You know, oh yeah. I've been, I've been pretty stingy so far. Sick so. loot. <laughs> We appreciate the loot. Um, did I? Are we waiting for next episode to see about the medicine stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any closing comments? Uh, we all look pretty badass now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Jago has clothing. Yeah. And it's leather, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Um, I have a displacer beast pelt cloak with a cool brooch that has two uh two entwined anchors and i wear a python which is great that's pretty cool yeah and lucius is gonna stud his armor so basically this was the episode of bling yeah, yeah. episode of bling i mean you mm -hmm. have to have one every now and then i was curious if i could use the wind fan as an arcane focus mm. not sure about that one okay I'll, I'll look I mean, up. what do you what are you using currently? Uh, my trumpet. Ah. But I don't want to have to like if I just want to gust of wind real quick. I don't want to have to like switch. Yeah. I think not, but uh, well, I don't think it's too hard to change yeah, between them. Yeah. Like I'm not going to worry about those that nitty gritty kind of detail. Cool. Um. Okay. So yeah. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. It was sort of a slower episode, but working through some things and building the story up. Um, please, uh, uh, go on iTunes, you know, give us a review. That'd be great. Really help us out a lot. Um, you can also hit us up on social media. Um, it's at down to luck cast on Twitter and down to luck uh, podcast on Facebook. And yeah. Have any, anybody have anything else they want to plug? Sleep. It's okay. important. Oh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> everybody get a full eight hours sleep. You know, there's been studies uh, 
saying out there saying that you know the most productive people get only four to six hours of mm -hmm. sleep mm -hmm. i think that's bullshit i personally love a good eight <laughs> to ten hours <laughs> but yeah to each the, his their own i guess also yeah. alarm clocks aren't actually your friend get one of those apps that like plays soothing music louder and louder for you it's nice. a much nicer way to wake up it will make you less grumpy or at least it makes me less grumpy <laughs> okay so soothing alarm clock music <laughs> important topics to cover in a DD podcast <laughs> yeah all right well until next time we are down to luck yeah we are see you all goodbye